This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 101. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. My name is Dave, and I am the Floorball Guru. I wanted to talk a little bit um, about something that has been driving me nuts. Um, And... You know, it's not necessarily directed at any one specific person, but more of the ideal. And, you know, if, if I guess this speaks to you, it speaks to you. If you think it may or may not be about you, then I guess that's kind of up to everyone's decision. But, you know, one of the things that I've learned over the last number of years, especially after starting Floorball Guru, which was my first uh, business first of three actually now um, is kind of a level of appreciation but more confidence that stepping out and doing something for me uh, for things that I want to do and approach things the way that I want to approach it um, really brings out some interesting people. And I don't know if it's just the fact that somebody is trying to step out and do their own thing that bothers people so much because they've chosen not to for a number of different reasons, or even that they see somebody coming onto the scene is going to somehow steal their thunder. And so the way that some of these people act uh, is definitely negative and frankly, it's just a bad thing for the community and I kind of want to call that out a little bit but focus less on that and more focus on how do we uh, encourage each other and you know I've had I've had my own issues with this um, and still I still have people that try to actively um, hurt me I guess more so they're just trying to uh, dissuade me from doing what I'm doing because of whatever reason that they feel like I've wronged them in some way. And not to say that maybe, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. Everyone's there's two sides to every story, but you know, recently I, I heard of somebody wanting to start their own program because they did for whatever reason, doesn't matter. They want to start their own program and there was another program that was already going, and so this person felt like uh, shunned, if you will. And that stuff pisses me off. It pisses me off a lot. Because I think the biggest thing is it, it comes down to ego. Everyone's got an ego. I've got an ego. Everyone's got an ego. And the biggest thing we have to do is we have to constantly check that ego and, you know, not be so self-conscious that we can't function or that how dare somebody else, you know, bother to step out and do what we're doing. Well, if somebody is stepping out to do what you're doing, they, they see there's a value and they see a reason why. Now, they may be approaching it differently. And they may have different ideas or a different pathway to more or less the same end goal. And that should not be feared. It should be celebrated. 
I have gone on and talked about this a lot. I've even gone on to other podcasts like the Snowball Floorball podcast, which is great, by the way. So check that out. Um, I've spoken about it on my own podcast. I've written blogs. I've talked to other people and all this other stuff. But the reality we need to be doing is we need to stop trying to trying to stop or discourage people from wanting to get involved and get started. I'll say it this way. Look at every other sport, every other business. There's always competition. Competition breeds growth. And we need competition in the sport of floorball. We need people that want to get out and they want to start. A good example, I live in Lacey, Washington. A couple months ago, I bumped into a woman who was doing recreational sports. She's doing archery tag. She's doing a couple different things. She even mentioned that she's doing floorball. I said, well, actually, I, I do that as well in the area. And recently, she bought my book. So as a local person, when you buy something from me, I I will, if you want, I'll drop it off at your house. So I do a local pickup, uh, delivery, whatnot. And, you know, she said, oh, I'm going to start a floorball program. Great. I, what do I care if you start a program? Except I care in the fact that we've got another person who is promoting the sport. We have another voice. It cannot be one singular voice. There is no only, you know, the, the only floorball company in the world. Just like there's not one shoe company, one outdoor brand manufacturer, one camera manufacturer. There are a variety of them. They all serve different purposes with the same end goal. Some go at it differently than others. But it matters and it's important. So if you're out there seeing somebody doing something that you wish you could have done, don't be angry at them that they took the step to try. Celebrate them for the fact that they're trying. And hopefully it, it kind of you know lights a fire in you to get moving. Because too often when we're thinking about stuff, we just think about it. We don't act. And we think about it because we're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of, of whatever excuse you want to come up with. And I've heard the excuses a lot. I, oh, I, I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have that. I can break down starting a floorball business or really any business into very basic terms. And can you come up with that within a year? Can you invest that in a year? Here's an example. So I'll look at um, Minnesota, for instance. Start a business in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I believe it's around $175 to file for your uh, business license with to create and register uh, LLC. Doesn't cost you anything to do the EIN tax information. Um, and then you have to get your insurance. So let's assume your insurance is around, let's round it out to $500 for the year. Then you take that and let's say equipment, let's say you have no equipment. Well, depending on how you want to frame your program, let's again, let's assume we're doing instruction because that is again, my main focus. Um, so we're teaching kids. 
the instructor needs a stick, I'd get, I don't know, 50 balls or so just because you have them, some cones, two goals, and a whistle, and that's it. You can require uh, everyone else that wants to participate to have to purchase or come with a stick. Uh, that's really common for a lot of different sports. Baseball, for instance, I'm doing uh, coach pitch, and we even did t-ball, and a bat, and a helmet, and a glove were all required in order to play. More than $200 that some parents spent if they were not being thrifty about some of that stuff. And so we're talking about asking parents to pay 50 to $100 for a, a class session, and on top of that, another 30 to $35 in a floorball stick, um, and then that's going to last them for quite a while. So we're not talking about a lot, a lot in regard in relation to comparing that to other programs. So all right, if we're doing the math, we're under a thousand dollars. So let's assume you've already created a partnership with a local Parks and Rec, and so you have a percentage split. So if you're going to charge fifty dollars, they're going to take twenty percent. So you already know what your per person income is gonna be. Then figure out what's your minimum. I need six kids in a class to make it fun. You're gonna assume kids, depending on the week, are not gonna show up every single time, so you're gonna have five to four. But you're still making money on that six. So then you're gonna offer two to three different age groups. Maybe it's going to start with one and then it's going to build to two. I would recommend two. So you're doing like a seven to nine and nine to 11 age group. And you could even add on a five to six. Um, be mindful that development within kids is going to impact as they get older. So we're, let's round everything out to around $1,000. How many kids do you need to get at a certain price point to cover $1,000? When you sit down and you think about it, it doesn't take much. And if you bracket it the way that I bracket it is, because uh, again, I'm starting now thinking about how do I plan for fall? I've already sent my fall schedule to the local city parks and rec as we start to plan out the end of the year. Now's the time to get to people because they are thinking that direction. So the earlier you get into that, that mindset, the better. So for me, because I've got other commitments, I do floorball once a week. I've chosen Thursday evenings because that's, that's the easiest day for me. I tend to not have much on that, that day and that night. So I run it every Thursday. I'll do a five, maybe four to six week session. I'll take two weeks off and then I'll run another session. So in theory, I'm running two sessions in the fall. I could get 30, 40, 50 kids in, that, in those two sessions. And in fact, prior to COVID, between January and February, when COVID hit in March uh, and shut things down, I ran 50 kids just in that program alone. And at that point I was doing, uh, I was doing a class and we even did a league. So the league was a higher price point. So that, that granted took me a while to get to that point but when, I, when we're thinking about starting and, oh, my gosh, we're coming up with excuses and all this other stuff, $1,000 to invest in yourself is a lot. Don't get me wrong. It is a lot. It's a lot for me. But the return on that when you can figure out how to minimize your expenses and maximize your income 
is going to take you a long way. Now, again, I didn't talk about marketing costs and marketing expenses, such as trying to utilize social media, print, and some of this other stuff. But by and large, your, in, your expenses going in are relatively small. So when we frame it in that, how many kids do I need to get to X? Hopefully it gives you a better idea when you start to do market research in your area of what costs are, what else is going on and how do we frame into that? So that is a really long kind of roundabout way to talk about stop bashing on people for getting out and doing things you wish you could, could have done or want to do celebrate them even if they're you know quote unquote competitor because what they're doing you're going to learn from and i'm hoping you're watching your competitors to see what they're doing that you can use to make your programs better there are some really smart people out there doing great things learn from them we're so afraid of oh my gosh i'm gonna uh, somebody's gonna take my idea people take ideas all the time people that act better on them or come up with a better mousetrap push things to the next level. And that should not only inspire you, but that should drive you to continue to evolve and get better. So let's get on the same page. Let's help each other out. Let's support each other. Let's not let our egos get in the way. And let's grow the sport of floorball. So if you're looking for more information about floorball, check out my website, www.floorballguru.com. Check out my store, floorballguru.store. Listen to all the podcasts. Check out my blogs. i got a lot of information just like this, trying to help you and other people get started, get out of themselves, and get involved with this amazing sport. So most importantly, among anything else, let's keep floorballing.